welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. I'm your host, Aileen Blanco. I interview successful industry professionals and share my personal journey to becoming a travel agent. The show is for aspiring travel agents and travel professionals at every level. My mission is to uncover the universal keys to thrive in this business. Join me as I take a closer look into the life of a travel agent. Welcome to the Travel Agent Podcast. Today, we have an amazing guest. Uh, She is going to give us a little information about herself, and we are going to get into the interview. My name is Anthea Gilchrist. I am the founder and owner of Seamless Travel Agency. A fun fact for myself is I moved to the US 20 years ago for work reasons. And another fun fact, I have six children. Oh! That's me. Wow. That's amazing. I know, Um, right? Well, I mean, you know, you definitely know how to keep organized with that many children. So, I mean. There you are. You're winning. (laughs) So, um, since you moved here 20 years ago, what made you decide to become a travel agent? Um, And really, I, I... you know, it was sort of a little bit by accident. I moved from Australia on um, my husband's work visa. So he had a visa I did not. My background was in sports science, which is, um, so I was in academia. I lectured to all those amazing college students. Well, and it's so funny, they're all going back today. So that's interesting. It was my love and my passion. And from my degree in sports science, I moved over to running large sporting events. So that's what I did in Australia and touring the world presenting to people. So when I came to the US, which was a choice because of work, um, which we were so excited about, I could not work because of my visa status. So at first I was a little bit frustrated by that, but then I sort of enjoyed retirement for a little while. And I liked that. I liked that a lot and was raising my kids, which is my number one goal in life is to be a mom. I love being a mom. I love being a family person. That's my number one goal. My kids all started doing all these sports And when they started doing sports, their coaches were taking them to Europe and they wanted me to pay all of this money for them to train in Europe. And I thought I'm not very, the package that they were putting together, I thought I could help. So I offered my assistance to help. And so my first trip to Europe, I took 40 kids over to Europe. I know, right? And their families. And um, we trained through my connections in sports science. We trained at some an, um, some amazing facilities. So I didn't want to go over there, spend all of this money, and then we wouldn't have a good experience. And I wanted it to be local. I wanted it to be cultural. And I also wanted them to get good training. So from that trip, and, and I handed it to a travel agency, said, here's my trip. Please don't touch it. This is exactly what we're going to do. You just do all the specifics. And then from that trip, another coach asked me to do it. And then another coach asked me to do it. And I ended up, I was taking and going over to Europe, taking about 60 people because that was two coaches. That was the maximum I could take. And then when my green card came through, it sort of clicked on me that maybe I should do this as a business because what happened was the parents were asking me then to plan their trips to Europe. So through osmosis, I decided to start a business. Um, that ha- that's how it happened. 
That is a great story. And (laughs) I mean, it's a great story. And it's honestly how, like, I would say a big percentage of us get into the business Mm -hmm. is because, you know, a light bulb goes off. It's like, I've been doing this for people. I should get paid to do this. This should be my business. Right, right. (laughs) So um, since you kind of got in the business by sheer, like, just you being you, is there anything that you wish you would have known in the very beginning, once you started your business that you would have, that you know now that you wish you would have known? You you know, I was very, very fortunate. Um, I was always surrounded by people in the travel industry and people very, very high up in the travel industry. I was always surrounded by those people. So it was interesting when I first thought about actually owning my own company, I was very fortunate. I actually belonged to a host agency. Nexion is my host agency. And I was very fortunate that I knew somebody who knew the, it's it's all about connections is what I've discovered. So Mm -hmm. I knew someone who actually was the CEO of Nexion. So I actually called up that person who not, you know, what better to call up is the the president who is amazing. Um, So I called up her and I said, this is something that I want to do. Would you be able to mentor me through this? I really didn't look around at host agencies. I knew I respected the people in the industry. They told me the best person to go to. I trusted their judgment. So one thing about getting what I wish I would have known, I was sort of lucky. I I think I stumbled across, stumbled um, across the right person. When I first started my, probably my biggest thing, I'm through my research background, because that is my background, and my event planning background, I have to have everything perfect first before I put it out there. And I'm still learning this. I wish I just, as my husband always just used to say to me, will you just book it? Stop researching it. Stop trying to find the best. Stop trying to just book it. So, which is which is funny. So, I wish I would have had more confidence that I didn't have to be perfect. That I just had to make sure I was using the right providers and trust other people's knowledge and judgment, which is sort of weird. I'm still working on that today. So, again, sometimes just take the booking. You know, just. Just do it. It'll be good. As long as you know you're doing a thorough good job. And then the second thing, I don't know if you if you can see my crazy office, but the second thing <laughs> I think would be, I wish I would have learned, is to actually start doing a lot of the office work from day one. I was very, very confident in my travel knowledge, very confident in the su- suppliers around me. Um, what I didn't realize is I actually needed to get a CRM day one, put all of that information in. Cause now what I find I'm going back and having to do that and going back, I'm always going back to try and get my office and my business set up the way I would like it to be. I wish I started that from day one. It would be less of a process now. Agreed. What is something that you kind of bombed at? You kind of just didn't do very well in the very beginning that you're kind of just like a rock star now. Whoa, a rock star. I think I'm always learning. Um, so that's one thing I wish, I wish I could call myself a rock star. I'm not very good at that. So yeah, maybe that's one thing I need to get better at. <laughs> uh, but I really feel like I'm always learning. I always think the people who think they know everything, they're the most dangerous people in the world. So I'm always still learning, but what I, probably bombed out at the beginning is really taking advantage of my supplier networks 
and getting those relationships um, and honing in on those relationships more from the beginning. I was always a little bit afraid of that. I thought I was bothering them. Um, I thought that I was such a little fish that they wouldn't want to talk to me. Now, really working on those relationships. Uh, And I'll just explain my last week. My last week I met with um, an FIT tour provider I then met with a cruise line. I then had another day where I had, we met with four fellow agents and the owner of Nexion, and we spent the day together brainstorming. So I'm finding and collaborating because collaboration, I think, is something new to, is what I'm now developing more of. And I'm just thinking the power of all of us agents doing stuff together and using each other's expertise, it was such an impactful meeting that I actually actually only had that on Friday. So all of my last week, that's what I did. Suppliers, fellow agents, and obviously looking after my clients, but I can look after my clients so much better if I do that. That is great advice because I am in that stage where like, I feel like I don't want to bother someone. I don't know if it's a stupid question. You know, um, did I do enough research before I reach out? So I think that that is just really, really good information um, for us newbies. Well, and I think, you know, something I was actually vacationing in Cabo, you know, and maybe I should lie by a pool more, but I was vacationing in Cabo with my girlfriends and I can't sit and lie by a pool. So I reached out to one of my suppliers and said, could you set up some side inspections for me. So I side inspected in the morning. I laid by the pool with a margarita in the afternoon. But from that one side inspection um, and having that relationship with that person, I got three really great room bookings at that resort this week. So sometimes we think, oh my gosh, I should be working and doing other stuff. That, But by working with that supplier, it created that booking. So I'm trying to, and, and maintaining those relationships, but also I think it's really important that, that we, you have to support the relationships. So I don't want them to give me time if I'm not going to give them any bookings. Um, and I don't want to keep on asking them questions if I'm not giving them any revenue. So I really try and be very open and honest. I actually had someone ask me just the other day if I wanted to do a fam to Chile and from a very high-end provider, and I actually turned it down, even though that's my number one place to go. (laughs) I'm like, yes, I want to go. But I said to them, in all honesty, I don't think I'll sell that next year. I don't think that's where my clients are going. You know, I'm doing a fam to Italy in November, and it's like, well, I'm going to do that because I know I'll be able to provide that, that vendor, that wholesaler with sales. Um, so that's, so that is something I did very poorly at the beginning and I'm really trying to turn that around now and that benefits my clients. That's such great advice. So what's the most important thing that you've gained so far working in the travel industry? Hmm. The most important thing I've gained, and that could be personal and professional. So personally, it's so awesome running your own business. It's so funny. So personally, I have six kids. My focus is my family. What this business allows me to do is flexibility with my family. I have six kids who all do crazy sports. So I want to be around for them and I can do that for them. So personally, I think it's really enabled me to live the lifestyle that I've that I want to live. That's, and that, and it's funny because that doesn't include 
like all these amazing places we get to go, but it really personally just, I, it creates this family that I want it to do. Professionally, I always love a challenge. I unfortunately, or, or fortunately, um, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and I want success. So it's allowed, it's proven to me that I can build something from the ground up and have a successful company. So professionally, that is that is incredible for me. I've been very blessed that professionally I've done lots of things. So this is just another thing that I'm doing. But it has shown me, for example, my one goal was to get to ILTM. Crazy goal. I don't know why I have that goal, but it was that goal. So professionally, it's allowed me to do that. It's it's really nice to hear from someone who um, has the flexibility. That's part of the reason that I got into the industry as well, because I have two small children and I just wanted to be around. And the job that I had before, I was working 55, 60 hours a week. And I was missing, like, you know, they're, they're little. So, like, just the little things. That's that's so true. And it's we still probably do work 55 to 65 hours a week, maybe even more. But we can schedule it around. I had my little home aha moment when I always would walk to get my kids from school and walk back and I was always on the phone they told me so I've decided (laughs) so now I'm sorry clients when I walk to pick up my kids from school I am not going to be on the phone because it's about being a little bit present as well but the flexibility to be able to work in New York when my daughter's dancing for two weeks you know so it is those flexibilities that that is it well that's that's the same with any business you know any business that you own so and we you just you know I always tell people people go always ask me would you go back and move to Australia and I love Australia I seriously love how they live love what they do obviously all my family's there this country is so amazing with the amount of opportunities that it gives us. So to be able to sit in your home and have a little one homeschooling upstairs while I'm working in my office downstairs is just, we are just all so blessed, seriously. So, and this industry allows us to do that. Agreed. Yeah. So what are you most excited about that's happening, you know, in the near future, personally and professionally? So professionally, I am so super, I don't know why, and I hope it's as good as I think it's going to be, but I'm super excited about ILTM in Cannes, um, and that's the International Luxury Travel Market. Um, so to have the opportunity to go to that, to have the opportunity to meet one-on-one with suppliers that I may not meet in the U.S., um, to be able to better serve my clients is just so exciting to me. I am a professed hotel just love 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 everything about hotels <laughs> and I love everything about um unique tours and excursions so to be able to meet those individuals that are doing that around the globe is really exciting to me so I'm hoping that works um professionally also I think I don't know we all feel this all the time but I think I'm on the cusp I'm very excited about some of the collaborations that I'm doing um, with fellow agents. Um, so I'm very excited about that. And the programs, we actually met on Friday and our thing is dream big, dream bigger than we can ever imagine. So together we're hoping to put together events that are bigger than any one of us can imagine. And then the other goal for my business is just every year now I've decided to put myself out on the limb and maybe I will fail at it. And that's really hard for me. But anyway, um, but to actually do these 
create these amazing vacations that I personally want to take and we are going to invite other people to come along with us. It may be just my husband and I next year seeing the gorillas in Africa, but we have decided that we are going to tick those things off the list that we want to do, but open it up to a select few other people um, to come along with us. So that's what I'm excited about professionally. And the growth that I see for my business, obviously, is that's amazing um, through the support of all my suppliers. And personally, what I'm excited about is everyone's back at school today. <laughs> so, so it's like, thank goodness I can focus. <laughs> so everyone's back at school. We've got another school year on the uh, along, and really, it is just status quo with my family, and that makes me really happy. That's awesome. I understand your excitement. Um, mine went to school two weeks ago. And I was like. Oh, <laughs> no. oh my I was gosh, like, there's no more thousands of kids in the house. Yes. So I can focus, but yes. So we had talked a little bit earlier about your CRM and staying organized. So what is your like tip to stay kind of organized and what systems do you use to do that? I am very, very fortunate again, and I will keep on plugging this um, organization because I really do love them. And I think they're doing great things for agents. They have built a CRM. So we're all moving over to that. So um, that's the CRM that I, that we utilize. So, and how I'm trying to keep organized with that, um, again, it's not me because I think I'm a little all over the place. I get a call, I'm working on 6 million things. I've actually hired an assistant who is unbelievable who is so organized and she takes a file from the beginning to the end and makes sure she completes it before she moves on to the next task which is so not what I'm like I'm all over over the place but we have strategies if you look around my office I'll have a deposited board I'm a visual person so I have a board that says all my trips that are deposited I have a board that says and I'm looking around all my trips that are paid I have a board that says, okay, here are all the quotes I'm working on. So all of that is entered into my CRM, but I, again, need those visual things that every morning when I walk in, I'm a very organized person. I get up, I get dressed, I go into my office, and I don't leave until the end of the day. Um, I like to see those visuals for me so I can see, okay, where am I I missing? Um, So I can, okay, if I've only got a few paid and a few deposited, I need to do some marketing. So that visually tells me what to do. And we have a process around our office where basically the files do move around my office. Um, The files, as in I mean, I just really have a very thin file that says, I have something, a cover sheet on each file that says who my client is, who they've booked through, what questions I need, what, how, what, what do I need to follow up. So that will be from a quote to a deposit to a paid to a leaving for travel to an in-travel to a post-travel follow-up. And literally those move around my office. So, but that's just how I work best because I'm a visual person. It's all in the computer. I try to save paper, but I still need that visual And I, you know, my assistant is helping getting that flow up and running really well. So I guess that's, that's sort of how, that's what we do. So when you get to the end of that, when you said that you need to do some marketing, do you usually use just kind of word of mouth? Do you send emails? Do you do any type of ads or anything? 
You know, I've been very fortunate. Um, it, and it's, it, you know, I'm a little bit of an anomaly. I have no family in the US. So everything I do, so when it goes to family and friends, it's really friends because my family lives in Australia and I can't book for them yet, but I'm working on that. I'm always full of ideas. That's why my assistant keeps me grounded. She's like, stop, just do the work you've got. But as for marketing, I really am pure word of mouth. One person refers to another person and I... Every now and again, when I feel my boards aren't full, I think I've got a market. And then for some, through osmosis, that phone starts calling. So I do know that's something my company needs to to work on. I, however, am at that flux where is do you expand or are you content? So that's where I'm at with my company. So... But with the marketing, that is definitely something I'm actually looking at get employing someone to do. Um, but also, again, through Nexion and through the parent company, Travel Leaders, we have an amazing engagement series. I am focusing, I've decided to focus this year or the rest of this year on my current customers that I have because they are my, my repeat clients are phenomenal. So I want to focus more on them. They, through Travel Leaders Network, their engagement program gets in their hands very high quality glossy materials now there's some other strategies that i want to put in place for the rest of this year um obviously newsletters social media all of those sorts of things but you know i do customer appreciation nights i actually get more bookings out of that than anything else so i'm just really not selling i'm just saying thank you thank you thank you for your business and here's a cocktail um and through osmosis the the chats start the the leads start. Um, I always ask them to bring a friend that has never used a travel agent before. So then they can see what a travel agent can do for them. So through those sorts of nights, I'm, ha- I, you know, I'm having one for Africa just because of this Africa thing, but it really is not a sell thing. I don't sell. I never sell. Um, it's really just offering the services that you have, um, which all sounds, you know, sounds common sense, but I can't tell you the the last event that I had, how many bookings I got from it. And I didn't speak. I just said, thank you for coming. Nice. It was all those group conversations that said, oh, we want to go there too. How do we get there? And then, so that was, so my marketing is very, I don't know if that's soft, if that's strategic, but that's the way I market. It's obviously working. So you're doing a great job. (laughs) (laughs) It's working. So is there anything that um, we haven't gone over that you think is really important with being a travel agent that might be helpful to newer agents coming in? You know, I think it's letting people know your worth and my approach is would be totally different to someone else's. So my approach um, to letting people know a travel agent's worth, I, I don't think I do a good enough job at that. And I still get those phone calls going, oh, I didn't know you did that. Um, so I heard a line last week that I just love so much. And through all of our, whichever host you're with um, or if you're on your own, it really struck home with me. And it, the quote was, you can't VIP yourself. And I thought that's really, that is it. I'm actually, we as a travel agent community are actually, everyone always asks about price and I never talk price with my customers. That's not my market, right? However, I do think even with my, I'm purely a luxury agency and that's where I'm trying to go. Um, And I do mostly FIT custom tours. 
and that's where I that's where my passion is I love creating so that's my passion but even for those people who are booking three-bedroom suites at a Ritz-Carlton somewhere I can save them money um, by adding in their free breakfast, which we all can do by being a stars agent, right? And by getting them those upgrades. So we really can, even though I'm not try, I'm never promoting myself to be a cheaper, the cheapest, and I never will, but we can VIP our clients and they cannot VIP themselves. doesn't matter who you, well, maybe if you're Jay's, I don't know, maybe if you're some superstar, you can because of your name, but the mo- but people, even if they book direct with the resort, can't VIP themselves and that's what we can do so I think we could all learn to do a better job at telling people in a subtle non-selly way because that's my personality type um, other people do it differently and that's great for them that we the the benefits that we give people you know and, and here's a classic example my FedEx guy has been calling me to help with help me with the trip that he's done all through points <laughs> okay that's a whole another seminar like seriously but anyway but the thing that I it was my aha moment you learn from everybody right my aha moment from him was most people book a flight and a hotel and they think that's a vacation which I just went, man, why are they doing that, right? I could make your experience so much better. Now, not that we would ever tell people that we can do it better than them, but we definitely can complement what they've already done themselves. So that would be something that we just somehow all of us, we will help each other if we all tell people that message. And then my second one is collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. Other travel agents have so much knowledge. I surrounded myself this week with all these ladies who, there were three ladies. They had 90 years of experience between them. And I'm like, oh, I've got five. (laughs) Here I am, I've got five. Um, Because I'm new to this game. So why aren't I utilizing their knowledge that I don't even want to go there and learn that? I mean, they are all the GDSs and the, the, they do all the Sabre bookings and the Amadeus bookings. So let's co- collaborate on what my knowledge is because I was surprised that I had some over these 30, these people who had 30 years each. I'm like, man, have I got anything to share? <laughs> but we do, we have. So if we collaborate in your area and get a group of people together, there is so much business out there. We are not competing. That's our number one thing. I'm more competing against someone buying, I don't know, um, you know, this amazing Prada bag than someone who's selling, you know, um, four-day all-inclusive in Mexico, right? That's the same price, right? So the, as travel agents, if we collaborate, I think we can really, um, A, give a better product to each of our clients because, when you know, when you can just learn so much from everybody else. Um, knowledge is key, I think. And learn, learn, learn. Like learn from your suppliers. Do um, I don't do as many webinars anymore. And also if you've got a group of you and you call up an A&K, that's really good. That's powerful because all of a sudden they're meeting five or six and not just one. Um, so that's powerful. That's all really great advice because that's part of the reason I started the podcast is because um, in the very beginning when I started to ask questions, I felt like it was kind of more competitive and I wanted it to be more collaborate, more collaborative. And I, and I felt like as an industry as a whole in the first year is that we just don't articulate our value very well. And so it was 
it was just a thought that, you know, getting agents and advisors on the podcast, just telling what they do, um, because a lot of people don't know. They just, they just don't know. And it's so easy to you know, just get on the internet and book a trip. And like you said, the booking a hotel and booking a flight is not a vacation. I mean, and and that's what you may think a vacation is, but it's really about the experience. Um, And also for the newer agent, it's like, um, um, I don't concentrate on the domestic market. That's just not my market. And I've decided to concentrate on what I know well and what I love. Um, Not that I won't do a domestic trip, Um, I always, I've got a tendency to always try and add in an experience because that's just who I am. So you can still do those domestic trips. For example, you can still, I do book a lot of people's Ritzes because they know, Ritz-Carlton's, because they know I can add those amenities or the Fairmonts or any five-star hotels that are part of our travel leaders select. So there are benefits of us. That is just an easy booking a hotel, but we're still giving them the benefit. If I'm very real, if someone just says they want to book a holiday and nothing against a holiday in, I'm always in them with all my boys' soccer teams. But I can't offer much value to that. So my big thing is if I can offer you value, I want to share that value. Um, So sometimes a point and click is the best way for someone, but I will absolutely tell them that. Um, Having a network of agents also, though, if – it's not in my wheelhouse. I want to. I want to make sure that there's another agent who I can pass off that trip to. That it is in their wheelhouse. Um, I'm not afraid to do that. And then you get that sharing of trips. I obviously because of my crazy accent and where I'm from, I get a lot of people sending me Australian trips. Or I've got this a whole other story. But I've got a. I, I do a lot in Costa Rica um, because I have a home down there. So um, so there will be a lot of. You know, and Costa Rica doesn't tend to be a huge booking value. Um, so there'll be agents who just say, Hey, can you just take this? Now, I'm not taking their clients, I'm just helping them book the trip. The client stays the other person's. I'm, we're very, I mean, you have to be really fair and honest. So, you know, I'm not keep not putting those people in my CRM, but I can help other people. So that collaboration, you can give over trips. Um, you know, I have people who call me for air only. I don't do that, but I have an agent who I will happily pass that person over to. Um, so that, so with other agents, it's, it is sometimes, it's, I know everyone talks about it, but finding your passion and really honing in on your passion, it doesn't confine, in my case, it doesn't confine me to a region. So I'm not an Italy specialist. I do a lot of Italy, but that just happens to be where a lot of people from my area travel because there's a direct flight. Um, I do a lot of Europe. I do a lot of Australia, New Zealand, but I can also FIT a Thailand um, or I can FIT a somewhere else. So it doesn't, often people think if you specialize, you're limiting. And I don't really sort of agree with that. I think you can specialize in a type of travel you sell, um, but if you've got a passion for it and you learn about it and learn your knowledge and don't be afraid to ask people for help or assistance, we have a group of six or seven agents in the Dallas area. I got it. I, sorry if you can see it, but I'm getting texts going, help, <laughs> right? Do you know what this hotel is like here? Like maybe one of us have been there and it's real time travel agent advice. It, you know, it, but it's my advice. It might not suit their client. But it's that sharing of knowledge that benefits us all. So I would say 
Don't be afraid to reach out to agents around you if you're a new agent. Um, learn as much as you can from your suppliers and get face-to-face and know their names. I'm terrible at that. I'm learning. I'm trying to get better. My goal for the conferences that I'm going through next year, I've been told has to be. The, the owner of the company said, she told me, she goes, you have to reach out to three suppliers you normally wouldn't reach out to because they're not in your wheelhouse. She goes, because suppliers move around a lot and you may need a relationship. So that's what I'm working on this year. Going to suppliers, I don't think ever any of my clients would, but I could learn something from them because these suppliers have been around. They know a lot. So that's my goal. Well, you have given us so much information today. Um, I am excited to actually do the same thing. I'm going to reach out because I have been a little afraid um, to reach out to suppliers. Uh, So I'm definitely going to do that. So thank you. Um, Where can our audience find you? They can find me. I have, um, and no judging audience. (laughs) I have social media pages. If you see on my social media pages, anything that has videos, emojis, all of that, know that my daughters have done that. (laughs) I wish I was better than that. So I have a Facebook page. It's seamless travel. I have an Instagram page, fit seamless travel. I have a website, seamless travel agency. We're actually doing that um that's a hot that again web that whole social media thing is another thing i think it's really important even as a new agent get a get a web page like just get any get a web page make it look slick make it look professional make it represent the brand that you want to be you can change it nothing's permanent um so through any of those sources through seamlesstravelagency.com is my website through seamless travel on facebook or um instagram you can message me so I'm really happy to help um, in any way, um, you know, by, and I'm happy to learn in any way. So I learn from everybody. So if you're going to call me, no, I'll ask you probably 20 questions back. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Where are you? Um, really? That ship goes there? Really? I didn't know that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, very happy. Any of those ways, easy. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Travel Agent Podcast. Uh, All of her information will be on her blog post. And I look forward to seeing what you're doing in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining the Travel Agent Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Visit the travelagentpodcast.com for more information about today's episode and other travel agent resources. Be sure to tune in every Thursday for new episodes. Until next time, continue to build a travel business you love.